Hey guys, welcome back to That's What I Thought, a podcast where Annette and I talk all about the things we're learning, the questions we have, and the times we said, my bad. See, we hope that this casual conversation about life, love, relationships, and communication is a place you find encouragement in your day. Let's get into it. Welcome back. We're talking about things we've gained during this pandemic season, and we were just recapping some things that we've learned about um, life from having our wedding during the pandemic and starting our marriage. And that includes um, finding times of silence and solitude and letting that lead to repentance in our lives and how we've changed. And yeah, so that's where we're jumping back in. Um, one of the things that did, did you have anything you wanted to add with that? Uh, I think I'm good. Okay. Um, another thing that we had just recognized we appreciate during this time is the celebration of essential workers and people um, who like nurses, janitorial staff, mailmen. Um, what are some other ones? Garbage men. Garbage men. Yeah. Um, medical people. Yes. Firefighters. Firefighters, yes. Police, Police officers. officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is out there? A lot. There's a lot of stuff out there. Grocery workers. Yeah. Store clerks. Truck drivers. Yeah. Delivering those Amazon packages. That's true. Well, not like, <laughs> like produce stuff. Just for uh, <laughs> yeah. I. <laughs> Toilet paper producers. <laughs> true. That was a big one. <laughs> yeah, I think this pandemic season has been kind of cool because there's been so much attention placed on those people where, like, when else has that happened in your lifetime? Like, the people who are always in the news and being celebrated are celebrities and what are they doing and what are they wearing and what does this look like? But in this season, we've had such a unique opportunity to celebrate People who live unglamorous lives, I yeah. guess, um, and that those have become kind of glamorous is a big deal, I think. Like uh, John Krasinski's show, Some Good News, right? Uh, yeah, Some Good News. When he did all those highlight features on like what people are doing that's bringing good and just the small efforts uh, people are making. It's cool to see the role reversal because I think that looks a lot more like the kingdom of God, like the first will be last and the last will be first. Um, so I think it's been unique, if nothing else, to see a time in history where people who live these simple lives are more celebrated than our celebrities. You feel? Yeah, I feel it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's been unique and, and taught me to to celebrate and then engage in any way. Um, I think this season has also helped me appreciate all the different opportunities we have with technology. Sure. I there's a lot of memes in like the church communication groups that I'm part of that are like, 
my pastor in 2018, Facebook is the devil. Never look at it. My pastor in 2020, subscribe, subscribe to our Facebook channel to watch our live service. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think, especially because that's my world at work and I work with technology and I work with social media and, um, like we were just talking about today, that the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma, and how much I, I love that documentary because it exposes so many lies that um, are in root in persuading us and controlling us and um, psychologically, even if the only motivation is money like or to build connections that our minds, they're easily worked and they're easily controlled. But I think... What I love about this season is being able to recognize that technology as a tool that helps open up borders and um, take down things that have kept us from being together. So like, even though they're not the end all be all in themselves, there's such a blessing um, to be able to like zoom with my coworkers at work so I don't have to go into work so I can stay home and be safe or um, to be able to have church on social media on Facebook or YouTube or on our website and just the the streak of inventiveness that has come from this time because of necessity like you have to learn new ways to um, adapt and support what's happening in your world yeah and i think what's was really cool about transitioning especially church to like the online realm was that especially during quarantine uh where churches weren't allowed to gather but people or like the part of quarantine where people were allowed small groups of people were allowed to gather but like churches weren't and so like we were able to actually it was cool to see the church actually be the church instead of like be a physical place mm -hmm. to be able to have like to hear, especially our church, we do like small groups, but like it's small, uh, you know, people of different. Yeah. It's small groups, essentially. It's exactly, <laughs> what it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. So small groups of people who meet on a regular basis um, outside of church that would meet. And so uh, it was really cool to be able to see that small group become church in the same way mm -hmm. so like you have your normal weekly um get together or, or our group meets weekly um mm -hmm. get together and then also to be able to to have those times where we actually sat like got together on a sunday morning ate breakfast together sat down worshiped together um and and heard a message and then to go straight into a conversation about that was really cool to hear and then to be able to hear that other groups are doing that as well and mm -hmm. like it it's been a really cool way to see the church be the church and so what i mean by that is to 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 make it church out to bring church outside of the building mm -hmm. because in today's culture church is very much inside the physical building like i go to church on a sunday but then there's people who who go to church on a sunday who like just these i call them checkbox christians who's like i prayed today check i read my bible for like two minutes today check or you know i read the the daily bible verse that i get sent to my phone check uh and i go to church for an hour every sunday check and so it takes that 
out of the equation. And it's like, how can I still have a relationship with God? Like force people to have, still figure out how to have a relationship with God in a way that's different than what they've, than what their checklist shows. Mm-hmm. It forced them to either, it, it, to me, it, was, it really like a make or break type situation. Yeah. And that happened. Because there were Christians who, especially with the fear behind coronavirus, mm-hmm. there were Christians who now couldn't go to a physical church. And so they either had to decide for themselves to to lean in on God or to live in fear and turn away from God. Mm-hmm. Which is what I think was really cool about watching the church become the church and the small group part be more important. Because now there's people who are connecting because that's the only way they can. Mm-hmm. And so there's people who and it forces people to be able to come to come around people who are wrestling with fears and doubts to come alongside them in their regular Monday through Saturday life and not just mm-hmm. on Sunday. Um, so I just thought that was a really cool thing that I think God kind of did on purpose mm-hmm. through this. There's something he's trying to teach his 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 church to be the body not be or that the, that the church is the body of christ that we are the church mm-hmm. where the church isn't a physical place it's wherever we are mm-hmm. and so i thought that was a really cool kind of thing that i feel like god is is using this time to to show christians that the church isn't a place the church is a people mm-hmm. and so I, yeah i think that's been one of the cool things about um even just like the tech transition mm-hmm yeah, and seeing the church be the church in that way and yeah. helping their neighbors, mm-hmm. like people setting out food or toilet paper or um, going, bringing groceries to elderly or at-risk people who can't go to the store. Or like when we had corona twice, we had people who would bring us stuff because mm-hmm. we couldn't leave the house and just to watch, like, you know, let the church be the church. It's been really cool. And then even like with the essential workers, like I remember – seeing things as I'm scrolling through Facebook, that evil Facebook, um, (laughs) uh, scrolling through and seeing like those videos of people who like put out snacks and goodies to their, you know, Amazon delivery guys. Oh yeah. To like show and appreciate what they're doing for people. Right. You know, just how important that they actually are, especially for like, like you said, like that, the group that doesn't live a very glamorous life, but lives a very important life for, today's culture and lifestyle and like the need for um that online and that product coming to us Mm -hmm. that we that because everything shut down and Mm -hmm. just how important that part is it's been really cool yeah and i think that that online church has really drawn people out of hiding places yeah. Because so many churches have been like, okay, I have to adapt in order to survive. That there's like God's message is being spread on so many more and new platforms from so many new voices, which all of those are so important and are going to connect with different people. Um, so it's been really cool to see pastors engage that platform because, I mean, there can be people all over the world attending your church now and it can be your small church in Indiana and you've got five people from Australia, like watching, (laughs) but, and so it's cool. And I just think that the church moving forward from here is going to look so different in that way, because we're going to be able 
to connect and share the gospel with people we never would have before and be able to bring them into community and their voices into our lives and to our table like we never would have before. Not to say that dismisses or makes the in-person experience unimportant. I still think like we talked about with small groups, it's so great to be with people and be in person and to have physical touch and um, have people in your actual community and neighborhood that you're building up and um, encouraging and challenging. But it's also really cool that you can do it so many other places now too. It's powerful. Um, there was one more thing I was thinking about the church. What did I forget? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I just, yeah. There's a lot that has been gained even though there's been a lot that has been lost. Yeah. Yeah. It just opened up a lot of doors of opportunity and if you're quiet enough to listen and to try new things and make big mistakes and learn from them, then I think we could see an explosion of people hearing the gospel and having their lives changed by Jesus. Yeah, I agree. And I think just going back to that conversation of finding time to be quiet Mm -hmm. is still, it's still very interesting to me because I'm, 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 I live through it too Mm -hmm. of, we have now have all this time on our hands because things are shut down and we can't meet like we would. Our schedules are more free than they've ever been. Yet we still struggle to find time to just sit and be quiet. Yeah. Because I know like for me, like I still am like watching TV or, you know, doing something on my iPad or, you know, there's just always some type of distraction or even if it's like, listening to a podcast like that seems like a good thing you can't go wrong with it because it's i'm i'm learning about something but we forget about the importance of being quiet and listening to god and spending time talking to god because i can listen to an hour of a podcast about success and how to uh to to reach that and to be successful both in like professional well you know all these different things i could spend an hour doing that and learning and and, and that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. But then to think about like how I could have spent that one hour in a community with God, mm-hmm. in conversation with God in in relationship with God through prayer or through, uh, you know, reading his word um, and how much more I could gain from that in the long run than from a podcast on success. And so just thinking through that, not that listening to podcasts are bad or that watching Netflix is bad or just making sure that, um, that there's been intentional time with God to create space, um, to, to hear what he's trying to tell you because he's always trying to tell us something, which is one of the things that we try, we, which is a big reason why we're doing this podcast Mm -hmm. is because we feel like God is told us things and there's been times where god's trying to tell us things and we're refusing to listen and then everything hits the wall and we're just trying to f- pick up the pieces because we decided not to listen or to spend that intentional time with god and all of a sudden our like i said we're just in pieces trying to pull it together and 
which, which, and it's in those times, which is also really cool about that, is that it's in those times where you, you're forced to lean on God. You know, and he's like, like everything seems like it's falling apart. And you're like, why is everything falling apart? Because I'm trying really hard to be in control. I thought I had it all together. Mm-hmm. And then just like that, it, because we're human, like we can't, we're not actually in control of anything. And so all of a sudden everything breaks and shatters when we're not spending that time, intentional time with God. Mm-hmm. Um, to listen to what he's trying to tell you. Because maybe it's not a bad thing that everything shattered. Amen. That's a good word. You know, maybe it's a good thing, but you can't see it because you're not listening to God saying, it's okay that this just fell apart because I'm going to do something better and I needed this out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> and, that makes sense. and so if you're not listening to hear him say that, then that's just a terrifying and stressful and, and frustrating time. And then if you're not spending that time, once it does explode to be like, God, what's happening? And to actually try to listen to what he's saying instead of just angrily saying it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you can be mad at God. He's a big dude. He can take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can take your anger. But the question, the important part is to, is to stop and actually listen to what he's, what he has to say. Mm-hmm. And so, and so when things blow up, it's a lot easier to avoid the blow ups when you're spending that intentional hour or 15 minutes mm-hmm. with God in relationship with him actively listening yeah and so it's my little my little soapbox <laughs> that was a good word but so so yeah. don't blow up listen yeah the theme of the season for me has been perspective yeah um perspective enough to see this is one small part of my whole lifetime perspective enough to see this is one even smaller part of all of history even Mm -hmm. up to this point perspective enough to see that god is much bigger than this time period as well as all of history as well as our wedding day and our jobs and um our schedules and all of those things and then i think out of that perspective that's led me to more obedience and that includes having better boundaries with our time and living in a rhythm that brings him honor yeah, and brings him glory. So like you said, not feeling shame for watching TV or being on my iPad because I've been purposeful in spending time with Jesus and, and taking care of my body and doing a good job at work and all those things. So just yeah. gaining perspective on, what the priorities are, yeah. I guess. I guess the whole theme of this whole conversation is perspective on priorities. Yeah. Who's important and what's important. Yeah, and we definitely did not, I, I at least definitely didn't. Like there have been multiple times where that I've had, I've, in this season, because we've, we've been sick multiple times, mm-hmm. different, you know, job transitions and, and, uh, and mentorship's a big part of it. And I haven't been able to do that of part of who I am and I've been able to do that. And, and then letting myself be distracted so much by external things. Mm -hmm. Like there have been multiple times in this season where I have been in that just shattered, (laughs) shattered moment. And, and that's, uh, had the honor to, to sit with me, uh, during those times and, 
and so what it is an honor yeah yeah and so yeah like just why what i'm saying it's it's the the reason we're doing the podcast is to share the things that we've gone through that we want to save other people from Mm -hmm. because i've been on that low point and thinking i had control of everything and then it all just shatters Mm -hmm. and then so do i and and uh and so I've been more intentional about making sure that I'm spending time with God. And especially with the idea of tithing, not just financially, but with, with my time and with, um, um, uh, especially mainly my time, mm-hmm. but, but like making your sure, life, but yeah, right. like my life, like making it part of my daily rhythm mm-hmm. of like, when I wake up in the morning, I don't get out of bed till I pray mm-hmm. and like, thanked God for the day and been intentional about praying for somebody else. Because it's really easy to pray for yourself and pray for your spouse. But I think it's, in my experience, it's been way more helpful for me to gain perspective on my life when I'm praying for other people's lives. Mm. Amen. And to realize that my problems aren't as big as I think they are because I'm praying for these other people who are having some real struggles. And, or even if they're having small struggles, that I'm not the only one having struggles. And so, like that has been huge for me. And then praying at night and reflective uh prayer of like and this is something we listened to a podcast i think it was like yesterday this new podcast (laughs) and she was this lady was talking about how she starts her day thanking god for the day and asking him like what 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 do you want me to do today like what's your what's your plan for me today Mm -hmm. and then she prays at night of a reflection player of like all right lord here's what happened today how do you feel like i did (laughs) um and uh just being able to have those that intentional time to be like, where did I see God move today? Yeah. And I really thought that was really cool. And I'm going to start implementing that mm-hmm. in my own life. And like, we even just started in this uh, pandemic season of having a weekly meeting mm-hmm. where we're talking about like finances and the schedule and um, what else is on there? Personal goals, yeah, personal goals, some business goals, some, uh, you know that stuff but we also have a part at the very beginning where we talk about it's called like jesus movements Mm -hmm. where we reflect week to week like where do we see god move this week yeah where have we seen prayers answered or stuff like that and that has been really cool for us because i think like i believe you can feel god move like you can feel his presence Mm -hmm. but i don't believe that everybody feels that way but I know for a fact that everybody will feel God's presence when they're reflecting on where they've seen God move. Like in the moment, you might not realize you're having an experience with God, but looking back, yeah. you're like, whoa, God was doing something. Yeah, you're like, whoa, yeah, that was really okay, cool. Yeah. And how he moves, he doesn't just move in big ways, he moves in small ways too. And for you're sure. like, here's this little thing, this little nugget God gave me. Like there are days where I'm like, <laughs> I'm running late to work and there's a lot of stoplights from our house to my job. And I'm like, Lord, it'd be really nice if I could get there. Mm-hmm. Or I'd just be stressed about it. And then I get there because I'm like, typically it would take me X amount of time. And I know I'm going to be late. Um, but then uh, the Lord, and I'm just stressing out about that. Mm-hmm. And then but and then I pull up to work and I'm like three minutes early. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it's like, God gave me all green lights on the way to work. I'm like, thanks oh. for that little... You know, that little something, something yeah. that he just kind of blessed me with and took that stress out of my life. And mm-hmm. and so, you know, 
just being able to reflect on that and see that that isn't just a happy coincidence like god purposely moves in ways like that mm -hmm. in small ways and in big ways and so because he loves you he's he always giving you good little gifts yeah which especially is, when you ask for him especially when you ask for him which is why prayer is also really good like it's it's like okay to pray for yourself mm -hmm. you know it's important to pray for others because like it said it helps with perspective um but like god wants to bless you with things he wants to know what's going on in your life he wants to know what you're wrestling with, what you, what you need, what you want. Um, and he wants to give you those things. He wants to give you good things. And because I've had people that I mentor that he's like telling me, he's like, man, like I was, I prayed today. I'm like, that's awesome. First off, because that's, that was a big thing that he doesn't, he wouldn't have done normally. Mm -hmm. He's like, I prayed today, but like, I've really made sure, like I was like super specific and I was like, thanks, like do this but i didn't want to ask him for like anything so i only prayed for other people because like i don't want him to you know i don't want to make it about me and i'm like he wants to know like he already knows what's going on mm -hmm. like you're not hiding anything from him he just wants to know and he wants to hear what's going on in your heart and he wants you to say it mm -hmm. you know he wants you to ask for good things god wants to give you things i'm like it's okay i told him i'm like it's okay to ask god for things to ask for wants not just needs like he would pray for like needs and things that are going on in his life that are um that he's wrestling with but i'm like it's okay to ask him for like good things like to ask for green lights and the way to work yeah. like, it's okay even things you think are silly things yeah. like he wants to know he wants to know he wants to he wants to hear your heart like he knows your heart but he 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 loves it when you when you actually want to share with him mm -hmm. you know he's i mean he's a good and loving father and in the same sense he's also a good and loving mother you know, like how your mom wants to know everything about you. Or yeah. like, I think stereotypically most moms, they want to know everything about you. They're like, what did you do today? What did you think about? What did you feel? What do you wish you had? Like all of those things. And God is the same in that. Like he really genuinely cares and wants to know. Yeah. And like, especially the way he designed us, like he could have made us love him, forced us to love him, mm -hmm. but he wanted us to be able to choose to love him. And it's like, I know Annette loves me, but it means a lot to hear her say it. It's very different. And so I think it's the same kind of uh, situation with God. Like he, he knows what's going on in your life. He knows what you need. He knows what you want, but he loves to hear it. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, it's just, it's different when you actually hear it. And so I believe that that, um, is why he decided to give us this gift of prayer because he wanted, he wanted to be able to hear mm -hmm. from us what's going on in our lives. So he wants to be able to love us and come around us mm -hmm. and comfort us um, when we cry out to him. And, mm -hmm. and so, yeah. So again, just time to be quiet. Even if it's even, <laughs> Even if that means like you have four kids and they wake up at six thirty and they're screaming and hollering all day, maybe that means you and your spouse take turns sitting in the car for fifteen minutes and just spending time with God while the other one mm -hmm. wrangles the kids, or and then you tag out, or <laughs> you tag out, you know, yeah. Or if you're alone, finding a friend or somebody who can come over and watch the kids, yeah, and play or play with the kids for a little bit. Um, so you can just have some quiet time with God, mm -hmm. um, because we don't have kids. So we don't really, um, like we have the blessing of time mm -hmm. 
to do that and we still don't take advantage of it like we should mm-hmm. and so yeah i just want to encourage encourage our our parent friends to know that there there's still ways to do that and and at night um if you're local <laughs> are also willing to to do that for you guys too because we we believe that that's a very important part of any believers walk is to be able to to spend time with God and spend time in community. And it's a great, I mean, like that's why I think also think small group is a blessing. Yeah. So if you're not in a small group, even if you don't go to like River Oak, like most churches have them mm-hmm. um, to connect into a small group because that's that, that community. And if they believers. don't have them, make one. Make you don't one. have to yeah. wait for your church to do it for you. Yeah. Create one, you know, cause it creates that time where you're like, Hey, like my kids are crazy. Can you come watch them for a little bit? Mm-hmm. and you'll have those people who are in your life and they know your kids and they're like, yeah, I know they can kind of be crazy. So I'm going to come over and, <laughs> and relieve you, leave you for, for, for a little bit. And, and so, and so all that, all that to say, we just mm-hmm. really think that we've learned a lot and we've gained a lot from this pandemic season as we are reflecting on it. And mm-hmm. like, we've gone through a lot of crazy stuff, uh, just us two and we know other people have gone through even crazier stuff during this time and so please reach out to us and um just kind of share we'd love to pray for you you guys we'd love to um to come around you and um just be able to hear what you guys have been what's been burdening you and what you've gone through and just be able to share stories like that and and so if you go to our um instagram we'll be posting uh, mm-hmm. about about these episodes and so we'd love it if you just commented a little bit at little, that's what i thought podcast at that's what i thought podcast a little bit about what's going on in your lives and so we can uh hear from you and be able to pray for you guys at the same time yeah so we just want you guys to know that we love you and we will catch you next time